Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Ella. And I'm Bernice. Welcome back. Oh, wow, that was screechy as hell, but <laughs> hope you like that. <laughs> <laughs> the fresh vocals, post-weekend vocals. Love to see oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What you? What were you up to this weekend, Ella? What was I up to this weekend? Honestly, I was going to give... I'll, I'll give my update next. What's your update? Okay. It just leads into okay. what we're doing, so it makes sense. Oh, oh okay, okay. Well, what did I do this weekend? So this weekend, actually, I went to a rave, like, at, like, Beyond Wonderland, which is, like, the one that I used to go to since I was, like, 18, in Washington. And uh, I met, like, a few cool people. Actually, we're, they're friends with Jackson, one of our friends that, like, we went to college with. Um, what... Like, beyond, there was, like, an active shooting, and then the next day, they kept the campgrounds open because some people are, like, from out of state. So, uh, my sister and her friends decided to stay. I was miserable. I wanted to leave. And they came back with Jackson. And Jackson was like, you have to stay. And I was like, baby, for you, anything. (laughs) So, we love Jackson. He's just a great human being. But he was camping next to some New York people. So basically, I met a whole bunch of people that day that we were, I guess, like that extra camping day. And my friend, who I kind of was my friend, but not really invited me basically to a show. I met up with a bunch of New York people. So now I have new New York array friends, which I didn't see in the bingos. Um, And then I also had my pop up this weekend, which was a really cool sort of experience. It was at a screen uh, screen preaching place. So I got to network. I was like, girl, it's about to get cold. I have no cuddle buddies. How about I work for free? And you teach me like how to make screens. <laughs> um, and she was like, word. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I think I'm going to do that. Like that might be like my fall thing just because you can basically, yeah, you can screen print anything. Like you can make signs, yeah. you can make even like the tags like on clothing, you can um, you, anything that you can probably like print something on. Like it's endless opportunity. So I was like, I feel like this is a pretty pretty useful skill to have if I just want to incorporate that into like any clothing I make. Um, yeah, so that was really cool. Fine. I know I'm trying to be as productive as possible. I'm trying to get my shit together. You know, we're back on this sober curious train. I just feel like. My body is tired. My body's like, cut your shit out, girl, you know? Um, so that might be something we set up in fall. I don't I don't know yet. We'll see. How are you? What have you done? Well, to? we love that. Yeah. So I was just going to – so I've had – I've been having a, a swell time. Just having a r- swell great time. But uh, I've been going to this new therapist, and, like, I swear to God, therapy for me is, like – um, crying about things I didn't know I cared about. Uh, it's just like an hour long, like cry sesh about like things. I was like, I didn't even know I was going to cry about this. Mm. And it's really not even deep things. I just think sometimes I just get overwhelmed with like thoughts. Mm. And when I speak it to a stranger, it makes my thoughts seem like kind of more crazy, you know, like, Oh my God, girl. And this latest like cry session was I was just basically talking about, like, most days I have my shit together, you know, as much as the next person. But then there are days I wake up and I'm just, like, back in Pullman, Washington, and I'm running around, through, you know. And I was in, talking to her about how, like, I, I've kind of always been like this. Like, it's kind of like my, like, go-to. Like, if, if I didn't 
actively try not to be like a chaotic unhinged mm-hmm. person that's who i would be yeah and she's like well when did it when did it start let's talk about that <laughs> i was like bro as long as i can remember in college you know me and my roommate we had this like daily thing where we would legitimately y'all we'd be running around we're like throwing eggs into microwaves we're pouring coffee into mugs to take we like we weren't even taking them in thermoses to go. We're taking it in a fucking open mug, trying to run to the bus stop with a fucking egg sandwich and a fucking full mug of hot coffee, running to the bus stop. And this wasn't like a once in a while thing. This was like a everyday thing. And I was like, I was like, bro, I don't know. Like, it's so stressful to first of all just be kind of like neurodivergent in the way where like I run into a room and urgently need to do something, but then completely forget what the fuck I'm doing. So I'm just literally running around my house not knowing what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and that happens, like, I don't know, like, twice a week. Yeah. And I was talking about it, and, I, and she was like, well, you know, at least it's just twice a week. It's not every day, like, you know. And she also was like, I think you need to lower your expectations because I was talking about how I was like, I'm trying to meditate and journal in the morning and then I don't get to it and then it bugs me because I know I'm more centered if I do those things. And she was like, dude, you need to like, if, if, you're, if you want, you, yeah, she literally told me to chill the fuck out. I need to lower my expectations. And she was like, instead of beating yourself up for not meditating for as long or when you want to, let's bring down the expectations to meditating for like 10 seconds and taking deep breaths. Like if you can't get a full meditation session in, like don't let that derail your day or think that you're like a less successful human being. Cause most people don't even fucking meditate at all. So the fact that it's like something you want to do just need to fucking relax. She basically told me to chill the fuck out. You know, I have to tell myself this all the time. I can really relate to this feeling. Cause like anytime I get up slightly hungover or I accidentally overnap and I didn't get to go to the gym. The first thing I do is like I'm disappointed in myself. And I'm like, Brittany said, you need to not do that. Okay, it's just like this one time, this one day. Sometimes I'm also like, I just really wanted to be productive today. It's like you worked already 40 hours a week. Okay, yeah. like everything extra is extra. And I guess sometimes I'm jealous of people that like just work and live their lives. I'm like, how do you do that? How do you just work and play video games and, like, are content with that? Because I really want to get on that train. Because I've never (laughs) been on that train. Like, I think for as long as I can remember, I have been, like, hectic. Like, always doing something. You know what I mean? And to learn how to relax, I think, would be, like, really nice. (laughs) Baby, that is what I'm trying to learn right now in therapy. Because I'm like, I think my biggest issue is that... I freak the fuck out about things that really don't need to be freaked out about. And she was like, yeah. She's like, why don't we take a deep breath right now? She, like, literally stopped me and was like, we're going to deep breathe right now. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. Yeah, I need to work on that. I need to relax. And she was like, I I really honestly think, you know, it's aspirational to want to do so much. But I think you need to calm down. And I just thought that was funny because we have come such a long way. It kind of leads into what we're talking about this episode because this is episode 156 and I've done the math. That's three years worth of episodes. <sighs> that is so wild. I, it feels like just yesterday, uh, it, but it really does feel like just yesterday when we were like, let's start a podcast. It did take us like, like a year to actually start it, yeah. but like we did it. 
We did it, baby. We did. And we're going to keep on doing it. Okay. But this episode is kind of like based off of the song, like, Used to Be Young that Miley Cyrus just came out with that I swear to God is like my song. I don't know. Like, this bitch really hit me in the heartstrings. But um, it's going to be a hee hee ha ha, but a fun fun. So I'm excited for this episode. Let's get it. Okie baby. Sometimes I sense, I think, sometimes I still feel like hectic and slightly chaotic at times. I forget to reflect on the, like, a person I used to be. But then I get, like, a nice tickle feeling that I'm doing fine. Because I used to remember that I used to, like, hoard beers at Bratz when I was, like, 18. You know what I mean? Like, when I was 18, I'd see, like... I'd be like, I should plan my drinking strategy for the night. And I'd go and I'd hide beer cans turned upside down around fraternities so I'd always have available stash wherever I went to in my night and I feel like maybe if I I can grow from that (laughs) then we can do anything and I can be anything I want to be you know because that was like bottom of the barrel (laughs) it's so crazy because I sometimes see people I randomly, like, saw this person uh, at Lollapalooza who, you know, we were sorority and fraternity social chairs together. So we planned the parties together a lot of times. And this man, we he just had a special place in my heart because he used to, like, he hooked up with one of our friends. And, like, at one point she, like, jumped out the window and, like, she was just crazy. And it was just so fun. But... I saw him and it was so weird because it was like seeing someone from like a dream or a past life because it's like I literally can't believe I used to be so fucking crazy. Um, We used to do crazy shit and I think a lot of it did have to do with just like being so young and like I kind of like love that I had a crazy phase because it really just like leads to a very serene and I don't know I just feel like I haven't missed out on anything I've done fucking everything babes I've done everything that I need to do to feel like I've explored every avenue of craziness I don't even feel like I was crazy and the thing is like I and the thing is I believe that it was so normalized to be so chaotic and unhinged in the university I went it like and the high school I went to, that now when I meet, like, normal people and I share my experiences growing up, they're like, no, we didn't get into any of these things until, like, later in life. And I'm like, "Mm, I see. I see, I see, I see. And I will say something about getting to be crazy earlier in your life. Then you get to my age and some people start getting into their crazy stage because I feel like everybody has a stage in their life where they have felt like you either did the crazy thing when you were younger or you're starting to do the crazy thing now. And if you didn't do the crazy thing when you were younger, you get to an age where you either break up with like a long-term boyfriend and girlfriend or you finish med school or whatever it is that you are working on that you were so focused on and you're like, who the fuck am I? Because you didn't do all the crazy things, okay? And sometimes the crazy things really 
make you stable. I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I'm the most stable I've been in a fucking minute. Like, I can tell you exactly who I am, the things I like to do, and the things I don't like to do, based on the things I already did. Some people are, like, telling me they're dwindling and this and that, and I'm like... I cannot relate and I cannot match you in that energy because that version of me was like seven years ago and I don't plan on opening her opening that that baby back up like I remember her and I was like I can't even I can't even think of how you must like wake up in the morning feeling I can't think of your journey right now I'm just too old for it I feel like an old soul <laughs> have you seen that there's a new ultimatum yeah but season? I haven't watched it Oh, honestly, I almost feel too old for it. It's like giving me such anxiety to watch it because a lot of it is just like young people. Oh. It just feels like such young people trying to figure it out. But one of the people on there, someone was like, I don't think you know who you are. And the person agreed with them. Like, yeah, no, I don't think I know who I am. And I'm literally like, holy shit, you don't know who you are. What does that mean? Like, what does it mean, Basil? Like, I literally was like... That seems like so long ago of not knowing who I am, but it was only because I put have been put into some sticky fucking situations where, like, when you were a part of a fucking literally criminal, I don't even know, but, like, when you're about to get arrested and it's either, like, you're deciding whether to snitch or not, those are the moments where you kind of figure out where you're, like, who the fuck you are, these really stressful situations that life does not prepare you for you know your parents try to set you up the best that they can but you fucking have to decide right then and there like who the fuck am i and those are like the crazy situations where you kind of figure it out that is very true i i think the more situations that you put yourself on the more mistakes that you make like that's your crazy stage but like with the mistakes that you make you also learn if your response was something that you agree with later on right like I, I, we are not perfect human beings. I think that is quite clear. If you ever see pictures of us from college, you're like, oh, I'm glad those girls are aging like fine wine. Look at them. They're so composed now. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and I think that part of that was really making the bad decisions and reflecting and being like, you know what? I don't want to be that person anymore. Like, I think like while they were happening, it's, it was the best that I could do at the time. But now that I get to actively choose based on those past experiences, I'm always like, I want to handle that situation completely different than how I've handled it in the past. But you got to go through your crazy stage to those like hard situations that you may, that life puts you in and decide what the fuck you're going to do, right? And I think like we have also talked about like the universe whispers before it like screams or whatever. And I have really taking that into consideration that like during my crazy stages and maybe you're in your crazy stage right now if something happens and then it happens again like a similar situation where like it's kind of like not a good outcome but it's not like the worst outcome that could have happened and you get two of those the third one is gonna be bad it's gonna be the worst possible and I think like by the second time that's your opportunity to be like hey you gotta you gotta snap out of it because in college there were several times where I was put into situations where it was like, I shouldn't have been drinking on the street. I shouldn't have been drinking, period. Like, I shouldn't have been, act, like, acting as recklessly as I did until I got arrested and being up by a cop. You know, like, and could have that been avoided had I listened to the universe telling me to calm the fuck down? Yes. And then I had to go learn my lesson the hard way. The universe said, here, bitch, you haven't learned. Let's learn. You know, and I think, like, Ella, similarly, there were situations where she put herself in danger, 
until, you know, bitch ended up in the hospital too many times and the universe said, bitch, it is time to change. Um, so, yeah, we used to be crazy. <laughs> and shit, honestly, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, this has been a very long journey. Like, it's 2023. I started making mistakes in, like, 2013, okay? And I didn't figure shit out until, like, 2022, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been figuring shit out slowly, but, like, this has been a very long journey. And now I kind of look back and, like, honestly, I've always been thankful for bad experiences because I think that they, like, teach you a lot. And now it's, like, I just can't even imagine myself, like, I don't know, like, it's kind of, like, a funny thing when you're, like, dang, like, I wonder, like, I really couldn't get arrested at this point unless I'm doing some type of, like, um... Felony. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, like, unless I'm, like, gonna rally or something, but, like, there were so many situations where, like, I could have gotten arrested and gone done some serious jail time if, like, things did not go my way. There's times where I have been hospitalized probably more times than anyone else. Really happy I came out on the other side. Now, I'm very thankful that I don't really do any of that shit anymore. But then again, I'm, like, happy that I kind of did it because who, where would I be now, you know? Yeah, and I do see a lot of people around my age especially men, honestly, that are, like, in their little feral hours because they just, like, didn't get to do that when they were younger. They didn't go to college, et cetera. And I'm just, like, I I wish you the best. I feel like the stakes are higher when you get older, and I, yeah. I can't be near it. Because when you're in your crazy phase, like, some people can have it down and wild out, like, cute. There's, like, a cute crazy phase where you're, like, like exploring getting to know myself there's people that have like sexual awakenings or trying threesomes foursomes orgies whatever as long as you're safe and whatever i think like your journey is your journey but then there's people that like will literally go on benders screw hella people over lie to people and then they're like then that's toxic so i would say like if you haven't gone through your crazy spiritual awakening keep it cute baby keep it classy (laughs) okay have like an accountability buddy somebody that you're like hey i'm gonna go find myself but if you see things getting a little array like if you see me kind of wilding out maybe like check in with me (laughs) i will say um i was like thinking about this the other day but i was just like oh my god like when it comes to like sexual awakenings like at this point i don't even think that i could have like any different sex than I've already had or sexual experiences. Like, I'm sure there are some things, but like, I fucking feel like I've gone through it, done it all. And it's like led me to the place where I'm like, yeah, maybe this isn't for me. Like, I think it's okay to change your mind. I'm for how much I've hooked up. I'm really not a hookup girly. Uh, I, I'm just saying like, I think like I liked, I liked being fun and, like, do anything and try anything and be wild and crazy. But, like, mentally, I'm just not that person, you know? Like, it goes against... It's like, turns out I'm way more vanilla than I thought I was. Oh, my God. Not even vanilla, but it's just more like... I've had, like, so much bad sex that I, like, at this point, just am okay. Like, I'll have sex with someone that I'm committed to, but, like, I don't need to, like russian roulette on whether i'm gonna have a good experience or not 
And people are like, oh, you know it in the foreplay. You know it in this. You know it in that. And I'm like, babes, I've been disappointed, okay? <laughs> or, like... You, Too many I'm, times! <laughs> I, I also, like, I feel like I've given people chances because I'm like, mm. like, I'm just a... Like, I really believe in people and I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> so... Like, it was some... really bad, but maybe it could be better. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, like, believe in you. Like, maybe you finish strong, you know? <laughs> and so I fully am, like, letting you... I'm just giving you your chance to shine and then they just never take it. And so like now after doing that so much, I'm like, okay, I'm seriously just gonna just hold out abstain. and not <laughs> abstain. It's just easier that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at with that. But I think it's crazy. I see people that like I used to know, Oh my God, I have to admit something. Actually, this isn't even something to admit. I don't know what the fuck who has, something against me at tiktok but i accidentally messaged my ex like you know like how what? you can like send wave? Oh, the wave and i thought he sent it to me and so i was like because he's been commenting on my stuff because we have like a little hee hee ha ha like we're friends Which like one? whatever and i sent him the waves and i was like did he message me like that's out of line and then i was like oh my god i accidentally messaged him and i can't message him like Please ignore that was an accident, but he has seen it, and now I'm like, oh my god, does he know that was an accident? I am not reaching out. I'd rather die. I would rather die, too. That man right. was embarrassing. Holy shit. Let me tell you some red flags on a guy. Just real quick. If a guy, Just real quick. <laughs> if a guy tells you that... that I don't even know if I want to say this, but the biggest red flag that I ignored is when he told me how much cocaine he consumed. Oh. I was not partaking. Oh. Um, another. No, I another. knew that man was a sham <laughs> from the beginning. There's a few questions. All right. Here are my red flags for uh, Ella's men, because men will say anything. Okay. That's what I have learned. Men will say anything. Oh, so, that is true. So I remember, like, my ex-boyfriend was really into, like, taking dabs, right? So this dude was like, oh, no, yeah, I'm about that life. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I love smoking weed. And, you know, my ex-boyfriend was a stoner. So he just asked him a very basic stoner question, and he couldn't answer. And I was like, mm, fishy. I don't know if I like that answer. Because mostly if you're acting. Fake. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, why are you trying to fit in? There's only four of us in this room. Like, I thought this was a safe space. You're a grad student. We're undergrads. Like, why are you trying to be cool? That's fucking weird. And like, same thing where people like pretend they like music they don't like. I'm like, why are you posing, bro? Just say you don't know so I can show you. Like, stop being fucking weird. Those are my red flags. <laughs> Posers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there were some other things that we used to be crazy. Like, you know, we used to take caffeine pills. That was probably very bottom tier as well. Like, you know, like there's people that, that love them. Some toxic things. Have you ever tried a caffeine pill? Maybe that's going to change your life. Like, you know, so (laughs) I was explaining this to someone recently and they were like, I was explaining like, bro, I was obsessed with caffeine pills and they were like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, that is caffeine in a pill. Like, it is what it sounds like. And they're like, what? And I was like, so basically, you could get a small bottle of caffeine pills. And each caffeine pill had, like, 200 milligrams of caffeine, right? And we were like, oh, this is, like, the cheapest 
caffeine high you can get because Red Bulls, Red Bulls are expensive and so are expensive. coffee, okay? It, we're, univer- we're the university. Sometimes you don't have stores open around that time. So you just pop a caffeine, caffeine pill. pill. Boom. And literally people don't know this exists and probably for a good thing. Like, I don't even know if I recommend it. No, like, it's not a not, fun. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, it gets your heart go pitter patter, pitter patter. And it just the like, and then the fact that like everyone in our friend group would ask each other like, oh, hey, does anyone have a caffeine pill? And people thought we were like, like this was a street name for something. And we're like, no, no, no. This is very like, straight. We bought edge. these at Walmart. <laughs> We sold them out at Walmart, actually. Here's a handful. They're like five cents per pill. Sharing's caring. Be careful. <laughs> don't take more than three. It says on Literally. The <laughs> and don't drink any coffee. Don't don't try to do coffee yeah, and don't caffeine mix. pills. Don't mix. <laughs> uh, embarrassing. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I usually <laughs> I didn't um, we didn't we chilled out a little bit in the party life, but I also used to be crazy on like relationships. Like I don't know what it is, but I hate uncertainty. I have high anxiety. I'm an overthinker. So I've never liked things that aren't super clear from the beginning, which is actually really bad in today's modern dating society because now you're like in a talking phase for months and my little brain can't take that. I start fucking like hyperventilating. I'm like, so do you like me or do you not like me? Like I'm confused. Like what is my, what is this comes after like day number one. And it's not that I love you, want you to be in my life forever. It's just, I need fucking clarity right because i need to figure my shit out like should i invest any of my time effort feelings on this or should i just like not do that um so i used to get very very um crazy so i would say just at the beginning because i just wanted answers and i used to do weird shit like show up to people's frat houses that were actively ghosting me okay and i know i wasn't the only one i know i wasn't the only one going to like our little situationships exes fucking frat houses in the middle of the night drunk af and being like is so and so here like girl um embarrassing but you know and that never really worked out for me i mean it would work out like how the time it depends what you want like you're showing up at a boy's house drunk at like you know like 2 a.m like you know you're you're there for a reason so yeah the outcome never led to what i wanted which was love um (laughs) Well, let me tell you something about me. I am a girl's girl. I would never throw another girl under the bus unless that girl is me. Okay? (laughs) I used to say the craziest shit to dudes because I literally, like, I don't know what it was. Like, I think that, like, if there was ever dead air between me and a guy I would fill it with, like, the craziest thing you've ever heard. I'm really unhinged. I know that my I don't think that surprises anyone. I honestly am probably more unhinged IRL than I am anywhere else. And specifically when I'd be like hungover in a guy's bed, I would say shit. I don't even fucking know. I don't even know that I meant. I I just was feeling crazy, you know, saying stuff that doesn't even make sense. Young love. Yeah, young love. Never about love. It was just more like, yeah, like I'm very chill. Like, you don't have to worry about me being clingy. And then I would be fucking clingy. Clingy. Because 
I, against my better judgment, would get attached to dudes who I had no business being attached to. Like, I, okay, I was thinking about one of my exes and, like, the only ex that I ever ended things with. And he was, like, the he was a very nice guy. Um, nice guy. I, I, that's the only person I ended things with. We're the people that are on good terms, but the people I didn't want to end things with were the worst dudes. Yeah. It's, like, you're acting, a, like, because, you know F-Boy because they, Island? They, they trigger your trauma, right? And we were yeah. we were not, like, in therapy at this point in our lives. We were very no. young. Maybe that's something that would have really benefited us, therapy a little earlier. Um, but, yeah, we were, we they were triggering our traumas left and right, and we were eating it up. We were just... Like... You know, like with F Boy Island, where they try to figure out which one it is the F Boy. Yeah. No, I didn't need to figure out shit. They told me I'm a fuck boy. They would literally be like, "I'm a fuck boy. You shouldn't like me." And then I would be like, "Oh my god, I love you. I can change you. We can change each other." It was never gonna happen. Yeah, we were in the opposite ends. I was out there being like, "So what's going on?" And you were like, "I'm chill. <laughs> I was not chill." It didn't work out for either of us. We did not, we did not do that. Great. No. Um, it was them. It was them. It was. <laughs> no, I think uh, something that I have reflected on now is that I just don't, I don't put as much, um, I'm trying to force anything, right? It's like, I, I'm learning how to chill out. And when it comes to relationships, like when I like somebody, I definitely like to have communication with them. Now that I have realized that like, Things just in life happen that are funny that like people kind of come back into your lives from like the past and it's been happening to me in interesting ways where I'm like, maybe let's not force anything. Let's like, let, let's let life do its thing because it's either going to work out for a reason or it's not going to work out for a reason. Right. So like in the past, I've liked people and I've really wanted to overly communicate and have put a lot of effort in trying to just gain clarity on things and trying to make like steps for things to work. And I think that now I'm just taking kind of like a backseat on that and letting things play out as they will. If somebody like really likes you, wants to be in your life and it's like a good time for both of you, things are going to match up slowly. Like they really are. And people come back around just because like you ended something with someone five years ago, you might see them at the grocery store in a week. And they might be single and you might be single and they might be like, oh my God, you know, she was a really lovely person that I couldn't give my time to or effort to because I was caught up on so-and-so bullshit. So I think like with that kind of like life experience that I've gotten over the past year, I'm just right now, I'm like, I have a little crush and I'm like, you know what? Let's not do anything about it. Oof. Like, let's just let the cards play out like they're going to play out. If they reach out, we reciprocate the energy. And if they don't, I don't either because I have other shit to do. And let's just see how it plays out. Um, putting a little faith in the universe. Also, just like minding my own business, working on my energy. And I think like that's the best thing that you can do, right? At the end of the day is like work on yourself, love yourself. And the more that I have done that, I feel like the more people see it on you. And when somebody like really fucks with themselves, you can see it right away. They're like, that person's dope. Why is she dope? I don't even know. It's because she likes herself. <laughs> yeah. yeah we love love we like, love self-love <laughs> love it yeah um a lot of the circumstances that i think I, I used to put myself in like the crazy chaotic blah 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 i think ended up just giving me anxiety <laughs> like i literally gave myself full anxiety attacks by like 
trying to grasp onto people that weren't meant for, like, for me. Like, I think that you're going to feel so anxious and stressed when you are latching onto something that you should really release. And with that, it's just like, I literally was phys physically ill. Like, I thought I had gut issues. I thought I had, like, Oof, chronic yeah. pain. And it was really just, like, anxiety. It was, like, a mental thing. And I didn't fully learn to release that until, like, I moved to New York and I let go of so many friendships that I was, like, like, I don't want to say I never liked these people. Like, honestly, like, they meant something to me, obviously, at a time in my life. But I realized that, like, me trying to keep these friendships, I was, like, forcing something that just wasn't for me. And, like, I needed to, like, go off in order to just kind of, like, continue on my path of the person that I wanted to become. You cannot become a different human being by keeping the same people in your life. Like, that's just kind of what it is. If you have friendships that don't have boundaries, if you have, like, a lot of things in your life that are, like, kind of holding you back from being a, in a different location, in a different, like, anything, um, you're going you're gonna to start to feel it. And the, and the biggest thing about anxiety that I got super scared in college when I was having, like, constant anxiety attacks was, like, I asked a guy that was a little older than me that I used to work with, like, oh, I'm having anxiety. And he's like, oh, yeah, mine started in college, too. I was like, does it ever go away? And he said, no. And I genuinely thought that I was going to be having anxiety attacks for, like, the rest of my life in that, like, like continuation. It is not like that. Like, obviously, even last week I had, like, I was walking home and I was like, oh, I think I'm having an anxiety attack. But, and then I realized, like, I put in the work. I know how to distract myself. I know what, like, what I need to do to get out of this and how to cope with it. And it doesn't feel the same way it used to be before. So if you just started having anxiety or if you have experienced something like that, it does get easier and better the more that you're able to cope with it. Anxiety, you know, that's a big one for me. I'm a little anxious girly. I'm so much better now for a lot of reasons. But I mean, I was objectively living a anxiety inducing lifestyle. Like, there was a lot for me to be anxious about when I literally like, I don't know when you have to like put food on your plate and you have to try to get straight A's in college. And I think what really pushed my anxiety was trying to do so much because I was really being told like, you have to go above and beyond to make it in this world. Like a degree isn't enough. And I pushed my body past like it's absolute limits and then I was also drinking like that also doesn't fucking help, you know, obviously being sober like I'm been I'm like sober five now months now. And it's like that's a totally day like day and night on like how it affects anxiety specifically. But there are people that are dealt a harder hand and like unfortunately in this life I was dealt a difficult hand and it was just hard to deal with. And, like, my anxiety is a lot better, but it is in no means has gone away. But I think a lot of, like, me acting crazy or acting out was me trying to cope and deal with, like, a lot of shit without a lot of tools. Like, goddamn, like, I went from, like, a very, very stressful, like, high school situation to a very, very, very more stressful college situation... And then now that I'm, like, an adult, I'm like, well, no fucking shit I was anxious. That shit was stressful as fuck. Like, what the fuck? Like, I was literally, like, a teenage girl trying to deal with all this shit. And, like, I don't know. Like, now that I, like, look at 
how young 18 is because I'm 29 now, you know, and I'm looking like, holy shit, I was a kid. Like, I was literally a kid trying to deal with this shit. And like, I know, like, obviously, Miley Cyrus was dealing with a lot of different things. But like, I can't even imagine like she was a child going through like a lot. And it's like the media like portrayed her as crazy. And they do this a lot with child stars. And like, it's it's I can put myself in their shoes and be like, yeah, no fucking shit. You had a little bit of a crazy phase. You were fucking 15 dealing with grown up shit. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think like the crazy stage is like super age restricted. Obviously, when you're younger, things are a lot more. They, I think they hit you a lot harder. Like sometimes I can see like my roommates having like tough days and I'm like, she's 22 and she's living in New York by herself and she's like, making at work and I could not imagine my ass at 22 doing that like I was I was a dumbass so um you know I I give her props and I I hope that she's giving herself as as much props as I'm giving her because it, it is hard and I think like if you get older and you are under a lot of fucking stress and you start acting out like first thing like tell somebody that you're struggling um if you are feeling like that crazy face coming on just let somebody know what's going on because a lot of it was like my ability not to tell people how I was feeling and all the things like I needed help and I was not in the state where I felt like I could communicate that I needed help and how I needed help like I needed structure I basically needed somebody to fucking hold my hand through a a couple of things so I could get it back together and I think like that's very valid at any age like at any age you know like class like like social economic class, that's something like that can move around at any point. And that is one of the most stressful factors in your fucking life. Like if you don't make money, you can't feed yourself. Everything else is going to feel like, and then you might want to start drinking. You might want to start dating a ton of fucking people just to like feel some sort of stability or some sort of like soothing behavior that might be with like instant gratification that comes with a lot of other things. Um, So yeah, I I would tell somebody like if, if you're starting to, get onto the unhinged side, something's going on, you know, and how, it, how you would like somebody to help you realistically. But like, sometimes we need a hug. We need somebody to hold our hand through something. And it's fair to see if somebody is there that you can ask that, or if not, just let somebody know that that's something that you are going through. Cause it can be so lonely to be in your crazy stage and people just think like, Oh, she's batshit. She's like going through shit, but they don't know what it is. You know what I mean? communication <laughs> hindsight's 2020 uh i think that if i had like an ounce of the perspective that i have now things would go differently and i can only like look at this stuff with like time and i honestly feel like you just have to like if you're going through something maybe give yourself a little bit more of a like gentle lens or like because it's really easy to beat yourself up <laughs> once you have more information you know but once you're in the thick of it, you don't know, you don't have that perspective. So if you're looking on like things you've done in the past or what you're going through right now and you don't, you don't have sense of like the decisions that you're making because you don't feel great about it, like give it a little bit of time. Just take what you know now and make good choices going forward. And then you get to say, I used to be crazy. I used to be crazy. So crazy. Talking about using to be crazy, I would just want to, like, three years of this podcast is cra- is nuts. And, I mean, I don't reflect on old episodes that often, but I was like, okay, let's look at some of our, like, iconic episode t- 
titles and i was like dude we've been so unhinged i fucking love it one of our, <laughs> our second episode was pro whoring around that i'm is, still pro whoring around i am too but i just think that is a bold episode title like when you're straight out of the game i love it i think emma one of our like friends was on that what, podcast right yeah 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 and she's pro whoring around she's she's married she's doing great in case anybody's wondering, <laughs> how Emma's doing. Oh my god, you love that. I know. Pro, another one is they're canceled. Are we next? We haven't been canceled yet. I have been cyberbullied uh, a few times though, so I think yeah. like, that's kind of there. They try to come for me. I was like, they're like, you're a fucking gentrifier. This is not even Bushwick. This is Queens, and I'm like, sir, I, I just, I was just making a video, but like, you know, valid. Um, yeah, <laughs> valid. Another one I love is post-COVID thoughts. T T O T H like a thoughty. Um, like a thoughty. I, I I mean I did become like kind of a thoughty after COVID, so like like maybe I manifested that one. You know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I was like thoughty. I have not heard of that word in a while. That is like kind of out of like that's such a like I don't feel like I hear that as much anymore. No, yeah, last year that girl vividly called me a thought. She was like, you're a thought. And I said, yeah, I am. And then she pushed me. And then she pushed me, yeah. And then I was like. (laughs) (laughs) Oops, oops. I I thought you were giving me a compliment. I I thought we were going to hee-hee-ha-ha about this later. No. Um, Yeah. How not to get murdered. That was a good one. We're still we're still here, so we did something right. We've not knock on wood. Listen, there is a serial killer right now. Well, they don't have a serial killer, but like two men got snatched outside of Brooklyn Mirage. I what? yeah yeah, and I'm like, man, you just can't be wearing slutty clothes like that. You can't be showing thigh in public. You can't be inebriated walking around. It's unsafe, puppy. <laughs> They should listen. We've outlined how not to get murdered, dude. But, like, obviously, like, you know, it's serious. But, like, I'm like, yeah, you have to be vigilant. Like, I think, obviously, like, everybody's in danger. But something that, like, as a woman, you have to think about is how unsafe you are at all times. Uh, So, yeah, as a man, you also do. America, America, the rebrand. The rebrand. Damn. I think that was a solid episode, honestly. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, listened to that one, that one's a pretty good one. Where we pitched all how we thought America should rebrand all aspects. I don't think any of those things actually came true. But I think that those are still solid ideas. Uh, yeah. I honestly, uh, we're still, I don't know. We need a rebrand. Things are not going well. Things are still not going good. But, you know, maybe we'll send little Joe Biden our America the rebrand and he can like really put a final push before his the next election cycle. He's like, I got this business plan for America and this is what we're doing. I, I think that would be very beneficial for him. And then the last one, Lana Del Rey and nicotine oh, addiction. Yes. A thesis. A thesis. Um, I well, actually, because Lana was on tour this year and was like out of Palooza, I did see a lot of like, Lana content of people like with that cigarette and I was like I'm telling you this is a thing like oh it is it's a thing that I actually think should be explored and discovered like maybe we should really do put more thought into this topic about this is a popular culture um you know cultural movement 
It's just music you smoke cigarettes to. What can I say? I told you I was in the crowd, and I've never seen so many tears or cigarettes in my life. And it was funny because, like, there were other people being like, oh, can I have a cigarette? I'm sorry. And then the person was like, oh, totally. Like, it's, you need one. It's the vibe. It's the vibe. I was like, I think I aged like a hundred days in that one uh, hour, but it was worth it to see Lana. It was was worth it. That's funny. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I thank you so much for listening for three years. I know there's people that like have been listening for three years, which I think is nuts. Um, Thank you. We love it. We love you. That is wild. Um, Has it really been three years? There's no way. Girl, it's been three years. We've been pumping out content for three years and we still come up with ideas. And I mean, I I tell my therapist how much this means to me because it's like my one thing that I actually want to do. You know, there's a lot of things that I have to do. And then this is the thing that I'm like, I desire to do and brings me joy. And I'm still learning new things. I learned something new today. Um, uh, in regards to video editing, we have these on YouTube now, so please go and follow us on YouTube, on Instagram, TikTok, all the socials. We're at thanks number four. Your concern. I'm at LL Tutor, and I'm at Bernice DSM. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Cheers.